Good evening, everyone. This is the TVC podcast with me, Tony Lowe. I've got a new website now, which is quite nice. Um, if any of you know me already, you might be aware that I've got a mix of things that are going on. Um, I've uh, offered a couple of books. I've um, released a, an album on the piano. I uh, sometimes write posts for various uh, on various different topics. I've got a little blog that I put together as well. Um, and just like little things I'm, I'm putting together, not least the academy that I've just created as well. So I thought instead of having all of these things disparate and disconnected, it'd be nice to have like a little hub page where I can kind of bring them all together. So if you go to tonyvclow.com, that's my main now like hub website, which goes to everything else that I'm doing, including this wonderful podcast that you're all enjoying. So the title for tonight's episode is Not Anxious to Be Happy. Now, why is that the case? Well, that whole idea came to mind when I reflect on certain friends and family I know who who worry that I take things too seriously. And I've, I've had that protest come at me for a while. And the first thing is that I know that it comes from the utmost love from these people. Uh, they want me to enjoy life and to be happy and to be full of joy and uh, comfort and delight and all that kind of stuff. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with any of that. I'm certainly not. Uh, I'm not a masochist. I don't think life should be... Hmm, how would I even phrase this? Life entails suffering, but you don't want to make it, you don't suffer for the sake of suffering itself. There's certainly no need to do that. So I'm not masochistic. I'm not anti-happiness. But I also was at odds with that suggestion for quite a while, because I think the priorities are skew. And so I've got to be quite gentle in my counter-protest to that, you know. Oh, can't you be happy? Can you not just stop taking life so seriously um and the idea is no because life should be taken seriously i think that's what we're here to do in fact if you really think about it because the stakes are so high um i mean it almost seems redundant to say but you shouldn't take anything else any more seriously than you should take life and the trying to live it properly uh though i, I know that also sounds a little bit almost pretentious because I'm far from perfect. But anyway, how does that bring us back to the main like, topic of the of the episode then? Well, I also kind of observed that some of these people, wonderful people, I love them a lot, but they almost have this underlying... How do you call it? Fear of being unhappy, I suppose, is the important thing. They're running around after happiness in their lives, which I think ironically actually causes them a lot of unneeded, uh, unneeded stress. They're anxious to be happy, and therefore they're anxious. So the mindset is very different. You know, I think I think the uh, the mindset, a better mindset to have, is take happiness as a kind of side. As a, uh, 
take it as a bonus as an addition or something that's added onto life rather than what life itself should be and that way you appreciate it when it occurs but you don't worry about it too much when it's not there I mean that was always the irony that I saw with um, people who who took happiness too seriously and I think if you just look at the logic of it because if you make happiness the happiness of this life the meaning of life then when you're not happy then life has no meaning right in those times in life when you are uncomfortable or you are miserable or whatever else might occur and you're not completely elated then at those times of life your suffering actually becomes worse because then you your life has no meaning in those moments right you've got no place of suffering in your mind and you've got no place for what it should be in the life that we live um and then again, ironically, it just adds fuel to the fire, right? If you're with the meaning of life is happiness, so in those times when you don't have happiness, your life has no meaning, then therefore in those times you don't have happiness, the misery is even worse because you have no meaning to support you while you suffer, right? It becomes a vicious cycle. That's why I always thought that, um, well, I've been thinking about for a long time that the idea that happiness and the meaning of life it has a very strange twist to it as a philosophical idea. Uh, and it's not just an ap- academic reflection because it affects most people's lives almost all of the time. That's the case because even in our day and age of, of waning faith and belief in, in uh, these big deep ideals of, of life and God and all that kind of stuff, People still have their their beliefs. People still have their faith. And really the ruling ideology of the modern day, or at least in the modern world, is the ideology of hedonism. And hedonism is basically the idea that the meaning of life is to enjoy it as much as possible. Now, let's zoom out for a second then. Because if, is that wrong? Is happiness not the meaning of life? In fact, if it's not, are we therefore just here to suffer? Uh, And I think the answer is neither. Well, actually, what I would say is the answer is both yes and neither. Why would I say that? Well, okay, so the the last book that I wrote is called um, Echoes of Eden, A Reflection on Happiness in the Christian Life. And the whole idea of that book was to reflect on why Christianity seems to entail suffering whilst promising eternal joy. And this this kind of like paradoxical twist where Christ, for example, asks us to suffer and even die for his sake, right? Give our entire lives for him. Yet he's going to give us what we're made for which is joy and joy ultimately is realized by loving him and loving everyone else around us so we realize our telos our, our <coughs> we realize our um ultimate purpose and meaning by loving first and foremost and as a result of that 
we get to be what we're made for, which is creatures who live in eternal bliss and joy. So that kind of do you kind of see the paradoxical twist? Like we're actually made to be happy. We are made for happiness. And in that sense, happiness is the meaning of life. But here's the thing. Happiness isn't the meaning of this life. And that's why it's so interesting. Because this life we're currently living in is a life lived in a fallen world where pain and adversity and suffering are definitely on the table and you cannot avoid them. You cannot avoid them. Because you've got two roads you can follow. Either you try to follow the world, uh, either you um, are led down the road by the devil and he will lead you that way, certainly with pleasures, but they will ultimately be hollow and empty and they will burn you in the long run, actually. So you have this uh, road of false pleasures or you have the path towards God, but that path means that you have to struggle against the devil and the world and your own self and that's going to burn as well because that's going to burn away all of the bad things about you and your being so that what you are left with is only the good things and only then can you really be happy because only then are you left with the person you should be and therefore the person that god wants to spend time with as well directly right that's the beatific vision from what i can tell so you can finally unite yourself with the source of all goodness and joy itself, himself, I should say. So are we made for happiness? Well, yes and no. We're made ultimately as, as the human, as the human beings we are, we are made to be happy. But it's not really on the cards or hmm, how else well should I say it? Because it kind of is on the cards in this life. But in a different way, because the thing is, you know, you look at the example of the saints, many of them were profoundly happy. Many of them were profoundly happy whilst being tortured, for example, which is quite something if you think about it. Uh, you know, my favorite, one of my favorite stories of the saints was um, St. Saint Lawrence of Rome, who I think was in around the 300 AD, I think. Um he, he was the treasurer, I think the story goes that he was the treasurer or the assistant to the treasurer of the church in Rome before Rome was fully Catholic. And uh, because of the, the Catholic influence, he was really annoying the local authorities and he and the bishop were really annoying the local authorities. So they, they seized the bishop, they seized him, I think they executed the bishop and then they took St. Lawrence and they said, look, before we do anything to you, if you just give us all of the money that, ch that the church has and that it's raised, we'll let you go. So Lawrence was like, okay, okay, just give me a minute. I'll go back to the treasury. <laughs> so what he did instead is he took all the money. He spent all of it on the poor immediately, made sure he had nothing left and then went back to the authorities. And so obviously they were a little bit uh, peeved by that. So what they did is they slowly roasted him over a live fire. And, uh, yeah, so they roasted him alive. And St. Lawrence, whilst he was being roasted, would crack jokes like, uh, oh, I'm done on this side. You can turn me over now. <laughs> Think of that, eh? Think of what level of inner peace you must need to crack jokes at someone whilst they're burning you alive, right? 
and you know, obviously that's that's an extreme example of what happens at like the point of death. But you know, you do get the impression that people who really embrace life, the life of Christ, uh, do get to live happy and peaceful lives. And uh, I also must admit, because I've seen it myself, there are many people who are not Christians who live fairly comfortable, happy, and even love-filled lives. I've seen happy families uh, who are not necessarily Christian. Uh, I think that opens up a different debate about whether just how happy someone can be as a Christian compared to not, and whether that's even relevant. But one of the things I do see is whether you take either of those lives, like the happy atheist or the happy Christian, uh, they still have to suffer. Certainly, right? Um, you take that, um, as we said, if, you, if you're trying to live life as a Christian, you still have all the struggles of the world against you all the time. You can still get sick. You can still, you know, break bones. You can have family members who betray you or who leave you, who die, all of that kind of stuff, right? The world could fall to pieces and you're stuck there stuck in starvation. And that can happen to anyone, uh, Christian or not. So you shouldn't therefore be anxious to be happy. You shouldn't worry about trying to be happy as much as possible because it's kind of like trying to grab onto a bar of soap, right? The more you clench onto this bar of soap, it's going to slip out of your hands. Uh, sometimes there are times in life to be happy. There are some times when the, the time is right to be comfortable and God in his wisdom will give you joy and love and comfort and all that kind of stuff. And there are some times when it won't be there. But what can you have in those moments? Would you call it happiness? Some people wouldn't. But perhaps what you could call it is peace. Yeah. The peace of accepting unhappiness or a lack of happiness or a lack of joy, or, or discomfort, or, or however, however you want to frame it. Or you could say that itself is true happiness, right? Do you get to the point where you don't care about being happy? Without being miserable, that's the other thing. It's not nihilism we're talking about. But if you're genuinely at peace with the fact that, oh, I, I could suffer, let's go. Yeah, things are going to get hard again. That's cool. Uh, I'm not going to be comfortable tomorrow. I'm okay with that. I'm at peace. Maybe that's a version of true happiness. So my response to the people in my life who who are really worried about me being happy is that don't worry about it because I'm not anxious to be happy. But that doesn't mean I'm sad. And I think that's the uh, the thing they struggle to understand. Uh, because I do seem serious, or I'm taking things seriously, uh, they think that life is something that I'm simply suffering through. This is not true. Not true at all. Uh, I, I like life. In fact, I enjoy it more by the day. But that doesn't necessarily reflect to this outward clownish exuberance. I'm not saying that everyone who, who is happy has a clownish exuberance, but uh, I certainly have a fairly... Yeah, I, I generally have a fairly serious demeanour. Um, 
But then I don't think you should fake smiles either. I think I'm going to make that another. That'll be a discussion for another day. And I think people should fake smiles. Um, but yeah, so it's not something I'm chasing around for. And as a result, I think in many ways I'm actually happier for it. I'm happier for it because I'm not worried about it. But to outward appearances, I, I'm unhappy because I take life seriously. But you should take life seriously. Uh, you should take life seriously because it means everything. Even to martyrs, it means everything. And in fact, that's another thing that I think makes life more enjoyable. I enjoy how seriously I take life. Because it means that everything I do has meaning to it. I believe that most everything I do now has some level of meaning to it. I understand everything that I do in the context of my entire life and why. Uh, and the role that it plays. And why it ties back to everything else that I do. And for the bigger picture. I like that. And I've certainly had other times in my life where I've had more pleasure. I've been enjoying myself more. And I'd, indeed, from the outside, it would look like I'm actually having a better time. I mean, many parties come to mind, for example. Uh, I tell you something. The happiness of a party or a drug binge, for example, doesn't mean much. If you sober up and your life still doesn't have the meaning that it should do. And also it doesn't mean that much if you come down from your high and you're not properly equipped to deal with suffering. Because then it just leaves the wound open and gets into it. So, no, I think... And I think for that reason, a lot of view, well, certainly a lot of views of what happiness is for modern people, let alone the question of what, whether you should be happy or not in life or whether that's the meaning of life. But many views of just how you become happy are completely ridiculous. Uh, the mindless pursuit of pleasure comes to mind and that's an absolute waste of time for sure. So it's it's worth just having a different perspective on what happiness is and what role it really plays and what relationship we should have to it. Uh, I think there's much more to say on that topic. But for now, I, th I think that's going to be all. Yeah. Sure, be happy if you can. There's nothing wrong with it. But don't be anxious about being happy. Just accept what comes. So like I said, I've uh, got a new website. Go check it out, tonyvclow.com. This podcast should now be on Spotify for sure. I do upload these to YouTube and it should also be on Google Podcasts now as well. I'm trying to get it onto Apple Podcasts, but it's taking a little time. And uh, please also check out the TVC Academy. Uh, website is thetvcacademy.com. And what I've done is I've released a number of courses for uh, critical thinking skills. So we've got the Trivium Education System, done a course now, also released a course recently on the Socratic Method, which is an absolutely wonderful tool to know and be able to use if you want to independently 
be able to increase your own critical thinking abilities and improve your own ideas. But that's all explained on the on the academy, the tvcacademy.com. And all of these courses have got preview lectures if you want to see what they're like, what the what material, what the material is like. In any case, thank you all for your time. God bless you.